forget everything that you think you know about comics. Some say the battle of good versus evil is never ending because evil always survives. Some say that there are two types of people in this world, those who drink beer and those who enjoy a good comic. Well, damn it, we are the bridge. And to that we say cheers. We are your guardians, your watchful protectors from everything mundane. Because in the real world, you either die a hero or you drink long enough to see yourself become the villain. There's a war going on out there. How can you be sure you're on the right side? The ageless debate of what's right and wrong brought to your headphones with the simplest of solutions. With great beer comes great responsibility. And we accept that responsibility. For in brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape our sight. We are hop heroes, bringing the relevance of great beer and comic book stories to light. Hey, JR. <laughs> How's it going? Guess what this weekend was? Uh, what? Hello and welcome to another edition of Hop Heroes, the show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I'm your host, Jordan Aerith, and with us as always, talented artist, comic enthusiast, and Mortal Kombat character, Jalar Gonzalez. How you living, kid? I'm good. Life's good. Um, it's a great weekend of TV. I didn't even get through it all. Like there was so much, I didn't even get to watch the Mighty Ducks episode yet. So, um, <sighs> I know, but I'll get there. And it was fun and it was exciting. So I'm very happy right now. How you doing? That's sweet. I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> I'm uh, recovering from an epic night of battles. Uh, yesterday, me, Zach, my brother. My cousin Cameron came uh, to the theater for the first time in a year. Got wow. that that extra salty, liquid fake buttery popcorn for twelve dollars, and the the eight dollar fake fountain soda, and it was so good to be back. Um, and what better way to re-enter the movie theater universe than a Mortal Kombat popcorn action flick that just punched you right <laughs> in the face? So we went and saw that, and then we went to Zach's house afterwards and literally played Mortal Kombat tournaments on his Xbox until about four in the morning. Oh, that um, sucks. It was, uh, it was heated. It was epic. Um, but yeah, good times. Lots of coming out on Fridays. This was the last time we'll have, unfortunately, a Falcon and Winter Soldier coming out. <clears throat> that's, a, that's why we're here today, though. That's what we're going to talk about. So, um, you know, all, all good things. And we have a... Another delicious brew on deck from Silver City this week. So, before we go into the finale in our Mortal Kombat talk, so, as we usually do, honoring Silver City is uh, a trade of ours now because they are, you know, our home base brewery and. Uh, today we have Sun Glitter Peach IPA, which honestly one of the most beautiful cans you'll ever see. It's just mm, yeah. gorgeous. It's got a little glittery action to it. It's a, an orange and yellow and kind of a magenta hue. Um, it's a Peach IPA. This is actually the beer that we had at our live show. Uh, yep. If you remember that, Jr. So you've actually I probably do. tasted this beer. I have. Yep, a couple um, times actually. Six, yeah, it's still it's six point five percent ABV, sixty IBUs. 
Um, the color is probably my favorite part. It's almost like it's a grapefruit juice color. That, that's yeah. like blood orange to it. Yep. Oh, I man. Like it. And one thing about Silver City that they loved a lot, they love to add lactose to their IPAs. And this one has a little lactose in it. So it gives it that milky sugar. Mm. Kind of gives it like a vanilla creamy taste. So, uh, like one of those orange cream oh, sickles. God. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a peach cream sickle. It's like a peach. Oh, uh, nice. You know, those, those uh, yep. You'd get. Yep. Yeah. That's that what it tastes like. And it's just, just fire. Just hot flame. Like just hot usual. flame. <laughs> hot flame for Silver City. No, no surprise. And thank God we don't have TK on this episode. So I don't have to chug any of these. I can just sip them yeah. at my own pace and enjoy No them. peer pressure to drink as much as you can within 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Without TK or without you. Zach, you know, I just have JR. I'm, <laughs> I'm safe. I feel like I can actually, like, relax a little bit. It's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a feeling of, of sanctity. So. That's our beverage breakdown. So uh, you got the 60-second synopsis for this finale episode? Why not? Let me. F- I failed miserably last week. I might as well fail miserably this week. I have to ask some questions though. How was it? How did you pay for a theater? Like, what was the pricing for a movie to go watch a movie that you're paying for on a streaming service? So I don't know if you've heard, but Brandon Bird, he was on the episode with us earlier. For those listeners out there, um, he's kind of a big deal, and so he's in the uh, the AMC Club, whatever that is, the subscription oh, service. So he he bought I all see. our tickets. They were like. Like the gold club or whatever, pop. platinum club. Yeah, okay. yeah. So he pays like a monthly subscription or something. And gets <laughs> I, I totally, I totally believe that Brandon would have that card. <laughs> oh, and he wears it proudly. Yeah, he, uh, he has a badge, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he carried that subscription throughout the entire pandemic, where they were still shut down, and he's still paying like, the monthly fees. Even when they thought they were gonna shut down the theaters, AMC's stock went down to like two dollars. He just kept that yep. card. <laughs> He's what kept him in business. That's loyalty. That's, that's I what believe that is. it, yeah. Uh, and we got to cut, you know, everyone in line to get to priority line for uh, concessions. Oh, and there was yeah. nobody in either line. There was nobody okay. in either line, but if there were people in line, we would have been able to cut them. So, you know, <laughs> big stuff. Um, yeah, it was great. It was great. It, it was. It didn't feel any different than going to a movie prior to the pandemic. It felt really normal. Yeah. Um, that's good. It was just really nice. You have to wear your mask if you're not eating or drinking, but who's not eating popcorn for an entire movie? I mean, yeah. Didn't wear my mask once. Just fill your so, belly up uh, with that stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just make your lips chapped with all the salt. <laughs> uh, oh, cool. All right. But, yeah, stop delaying, man. Are you ready for this Sorry. You ready for this stopwatch? Yeah, let's do it. it up for you. I'm doing it from memory. All right. Let's see if we do it. And a three. And a two. And a one. Go. All right. Enter episode six, the finale. This is where the Falcon enters as Captain America in his beautiful white suit. So if you want to see that, check out the Brubaker uh, uh, book, Sam Wilson as Captain America. Flies in as the uh, Flagstaffers try to take over the GCR or GCM. I forget it all wrong. But they try to take over the building. Kylie's trying to make a point by destroying and killing the leaders, saying they're not here to help. They're here to destroy. Um, uh, Bucky, who comes in, and is respected as the sergeant as he is by a cop walks in and starts to hammer down on the doors where it's the captives of the GCM GCR are in a basically a paddy wagon of the SWAT team 
meant to be destroyed by the Flagstaffers. Flagstaffers are starting to fight. Uh, enters John Walker with his uh, cosplay shield, as I'm being told. Um, his tin shield comes in and tries to fight. Um, there's a lot more going on in this episode than 60 seconds can allow. Um, Already passed. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, but they they finally go into a final battle. Uh, Bucky breaks open one of the doors, falls down to the bottom, has his uh, scream that's so heroic, his Winter Soldier scream, which is amazing. Um, falls down. Uh, John Walker realizes that he is uh, meant to be good, but not quite there. But so starts to help. Um, Sam chases the the helicopter full of hostages. Uses his super super suit now. I mean, his wings are amazing. I mean, they're made out of vibranium. He has a shield. Love the way the shield's set up. Um, final battle comes down to Kylie and Sharon Carter being a bit of a liar and became the power flex. broker. I'm just gonna flex. Yeah, real I don't quick know on that one. We'll see just how that flex goes. Here. Don't mind me. Don't mind um, me. Some of your calling that shit. Um, she uh, Baltruck enters. Sharon shoots Baltruck. Uh, Sam doesn't want to fight Kylie. Um, because it's not the right thing to do. Kylie gets shot by Karen. She dies. Swings in. Very um, quickly. Very quickly. Yeah. Pretty quickly done. Yeah. Whatever. It's uh, MCU. Just got to make it clean and easy. And then, um, you know, it gives a speech. Sam gives a speech of of prosperity in future and way to th- a way to think better about humanity. Um, he visits Isaiah Bradley, shows Isaiah Bradley he's meant something by giving him a, a, um, a statue or an emblem of his history in the Cap uh, Museum. Um, and that's pretty much it. There's a little bit of a short uh, in between, you know, a little bit of a, a, a credit scene where Sharon gets her citizenship back as Agent 13. And she's up to mass, mass corruption or in CIA stuff. I don't know, but. There's a lot yeah. going on. Oh, and John Walker becomes the actual U.S. agent. I have a feeling Thunderbolts is coming along, but that's just my opinion. Or the New Avengers, or the Dark Avengers, or all the stuff that can, you know, that's or out there. all the above. Or all the yes. above. Yes, where there's a will, Disney will find a way to put it yeah. on TV. All right, three minutes and ten seconds. I'll give it to I, you because it was the finale. But holy shit, show some respect to the game. Holy crap, that's Goddamn. it's a lot. Like before, I even get to thirty <laughs> seconds, I can't even describe Bucky's like facial expressions. You don't need to describe Bucky's I facial expressions in a 60 second synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> or just spend 60 seconds on Bucky's face. I mean, that's going to get pretty much the gist of the episode out there too. Oh yeah. He's very Should reactive. Just do that. Uh, so we got the season wrapped up now. Let's talk about the episode first and then we can kind of rate the season as a whole. But uh, first thoughts, man. What'd you think of the finale? What'd you think of the ending? I thought it was action packed from the beginning to the end. I mean, they get they did a really good job. They had a lot of a lot of gas moments, particularly when Sam comes in in his suit, you know, and he jumps through the window, mm-hmm. and it's like all of a sudden he goes, "I am Captain America." Mm-hmm. Um, and his action sequence. I mean, this is I would say probably the best CGI or best graphics I've ever seen in a TV show ever. Um, wow. And I mean, I can't think of another TV show. That has um, so many things that look so realistic. I mean, his wings look so realistic, um, and I thought it was a uh, pretty cool. I, I mean, it wasn't easy. It looked like real 
Like real vibranium? Like they did, yeah. Like real vibranium, is that what you're saying? I love it when he anchors himself to the floors when he's fighting. He doesn't have super strength, you know, but he's able to kind of yeah. use technology. I saw this thing that about how... when he's yeah, on the bridge. When exactly. When he, like, put, like, the cape over him. I love yeah. it. I love it. I love that. Um, reminded me a little bit of um, Archangel, which is my favorite X-Men. Um, oh, that's right. Anybody, yeah. Angel, Archangel. Um, but he has these metal wings. Hey, but anyways, off. yep. But... Um, yeah, I totally enjoyed the the episode. I mean, the the fifth episode kind of. I felt like there should have been more episodes. They actually had this last episode put together, maybe, and maybe they should have. Maybe there's supposed to be seven or eight, but that's why I think five wasn't so great. But number six, I think they ended it quite well. Um, I know there's a lot of more mini series coming out. Your Armored Wars coming out. You know, Loki's coming out, yeah. right? So we got a lot of content coming beautiful oh yeah but. oh it's just getting started baby and yep, when, yep. before you say uh episode five wasn't so good it got 100 percent on rotten tomatoes um you were the you and tk were the only ones that didn't think it was good i think but those anyways. people were drunk oh every person like, was drunk every everyone critic. every sense. critic that makes sense <laughs> no, i like this episode man i thought it was great it was fun um i really really liked sam's speech i felt like it was just so point pointed and um you know broke down so much about you know institutional racism and yeah just the uh economic stature of our society and i love the reference of you know people afraid to lose what they have so they don't want to make change and uh just you know going toe-to-toe with the senator and just telling him that he needs to fucking man up and make the right decision not just the the safe decision and oh really cool really cool gave me goosebumps and then with the isaiah scene at the end with the sculpture i literally almost cried i thought that was so fucking Mm. powerful Mm -hmm. um because that guy's been through so much pain and yeah still like not only does he see a black captain america which is what he thought was not possible and he believes in it but uh he still you know has pride in what he accomplished when he was in the military for the country so just just all around really cool but the action was great um i thought that you know they had their shines i feel like i don't know carly getting killed by by sharon was kind of whack and she died right, right away um but I don't know. That was the one thing I didn't really feel about this show is that the, they struggled to have a real good villain. I mean, Carly was a controversial villain, so I guess that's kind of cool. But it's like, like a, having a systematic, a systematic villain, you know, like it wasn't yeah, actually most to be one like person. It's like America is kind of the villain, and it's like, mm-hmm. how do we fix it? It's just like, yeah, I mean, that's the life we live every day, so I get it. Um, but I, overall, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was yeah. a fun ride, and I think it was a great, a great ending. Um, and just once again, flexing over here on fucking Power Broker because y'all doubted I'm, me. Y'all I'm doubted still me. like confused. Her character <laughs> history doesn't even dictate for her to be so corrupt. I'm always and if anybody thinks she's gonna be a a uh, um, you know part of the secret invasion or the crawl or whatever, she she had this technology mesh face, you know. Which yeah, that was like pa- gave her like mystique powers. Like that's yeah. dangerous. And that's actually in um I think uh, Black Widow had it at some point where she oh in the uh Winter Soldier at the end when mm. she becomes one of the senators or whatever, she pulls that mask off. Mm. Um so it's kind of like a shield technology probably. So if she was, you know, part of the alien uh scroll scroll uh, invasion, I would think she wouldn't need that, you know? So but we'll see. You know, it's really hard to see her that way, but because she becomes like yeah. a, a an <clears throat> Avenger and everything. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. I just I kind of saw it coming. I think a lot of people did. Um, that was like the only 
really potential yeah. candidate out there unless they brought in somebody we hadn't seen yet. Uh, and I don't know. Her character's just meh to me. It's kind of like she's... Yeah, she's like know, a she's side just, character for sure. She's this baddie now all of a sudden, and I don't know. Yeah. She just it's doesn't, weird. doesn't give me that vibe. No, I, um, I, it was kind of one of those characters that seep in. When they announced that, they, that she was going to be on there, I was kind of intrigued to see, like, how. But they really just kind of barely put her in there, you know, compared to, to maybe what I thought, to be honest. I mean, she's on the front of the, you know, the poster, you know, the marketing poster for the show. So we'll she, Oh, yeah. Yeah. They yeah got, I don't know, know they had, what direction they're going with her. Yeah, but she's going to be on other shows, I'm being told. Like Armored Wars with uh, with Rhodey. That, I, yeah, she has to be. I mean, they're going to keep her going. Yeah. She's, yeah. She had the post credit scene, so that usually means she's the next. She's in the next storyline somehow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I, I don't know. Cap, one thing that I have, I wanted to ask you is Cap getting uh, officially switched to Sam. I mean, that's a big deal, right? He's yes. the new Captain America. What? Yep. Was that an actual storyline in the comic? It sounded like you wrote, you said the Bucky, not Bucky, but uh, there was a writer uh, out there that had. A yeah, Ed Sam. Brubaker. There's a a book called um, I, um, it's called Sam Wilson, Captain America. Um, there's like one or two. Uh, there's I don't know how many books in there, how many actual comic books, maybe like fourteen or fifteen probably more it's probably a whole comic book run but it's where he actually takes over as captain america he's got the shield he's got you know he's got that white suit um this storyline is from brubaker i mean he had um he had this winter soldier stuff down he had all this sam wilson stuff captain america stuff so um and if anybody's been reading kind of the news a little bit it's kind of a controversial controversial thing because of him and all the writing he's done and when you write for marvel you don't really own the writing you just kind of it's more about being promoted and not, now, that, mm-hmm. now that it's tied to Disney, you know, so now you don't even get that. So, um, kind of like an Alan Moore situation. Yeah. He's a little bit all, he's not happy about it. Uh, Ed Broodbaker, you know, but you know, you sign up for, you know, it sucks. You don't want your, your creative art to be, you know, taken away, but, and not get paid for but you kind of sign up for that when you sign on to these big, you know, publishing companies that's tied to Disney. You just, but, yeah, that's basically yeah. You, you want to read that book. It's called Sam Wilson, Captain America, and he's he's Cap. So was there a? I imagine with like everything with comics, there's so many different story arcs and deaths and re- rebirths. But um, was there a constant changing of the Cap? Like, was there that was pretty frequent. It's happened quite a bit. There, particularly after Civil War, when Captain America <clears> dies. <throat> you know who takes over? I think Bucky takes over at first. Um. And he has this like um, metal, like his whole suit is made out of the same thing. His arm is metal. So like if you, mm. it's like um, actually a really good depiction is from Alex Ross. Everybody knows who Alex Ross is, and he does, you know he paints him in this way where his suit looks like it's shiny and you know on un- un- you know very very hard to to beat up. And then um, Sam takes over at times. The pa- the Patriot um, was it Elijah Bradley. You know, he's, like I said in the past, he becomes a a portion of Captain America. There are times where Captain America does not want to be Captain America, basically, and he or he dies, you know. But the biggest one is where he he gets shot on the footsteps of the Capitol, you know. How how just photogenic. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
Oddly enough, I, I was I was inspired by uh, some friends I was come, I grew up with. Uh, they just started the the Marvel run, and they're getting really into it. So I was inspired to restart it from the chronological order. Oh again. wow! So I watched the first Avenger today, um, and it took me until today to realize the Hydra slogan. Uh, oh really? <laughs> cut the head off one of us, and two will uh, rise in its place. Yeah. Like, but it's a fucking it's a Hydra from mythological, like the creature. Like, it didn't yeah, yeah. Connect until I heard oh, that yeah. like three times in the movie. <laughs> like, oh, that's why it's fucking Hydra. I'm an idiot. Um, <clears throat> that movie fucking holds up, man. It's still a good one. I'm excited yeah. to not. I'm gonna power through Captain Marvel and then move on from there. But yeah, it's tough because you gotta watch all the like. You know, like Captain Marvel, and I can't think of you know what's the other. I mean, you're gonna watch the Thor movies too. I'm. I just recently watched Dark World actually because it was on okay. TV. Um, yeah. So I'm not gonna watch that one again, but I'm gonna watch the Hulk and you know get through those. So nice, nice. Wish me luck. Wish yeah. me luck. Um, <clears throat> but uh, what about Easter eggs? Did you pull any Easter eggs out of this? You know, episode? there was not like a lot of like comparative easter eggs to like hey this has happened in this episode or maybe this could be in um there are some things that that are interesting um there could be an oscorp tie-in which could lead to spider-man stuff um when the uh flagstaffers start to take over they throw in this kind of like smoke bomb and it had a green flash kind of like the uh green goblin bombs Mm. and um and then it is interesting. At the end, Sharon's talking about like how the super soldier thing is kind of out of play, but all these um, now she has all these access to these government secrets and government contracts. And Oscorp has had a lot of government contracts. You know, obviously, if you, anybody watched the uh, Sam Raimi movie, he's you know Norman Osborn's trying to fight for that government contract, coming up with his own green mask there's also a scene where she smokes one of the flag smashers out with a green smoke so she could be using yep. some you know some green goblin well, things have you heard what's uh rumored to be in the new spider-man film how they're supposed to like they leaked the script and so they put it on reddit i did not read that but that's interesting <clears throat> yeah so there's theories out there brandon was telling me about these so they don't know if it's a legit poll or if it's an actual view of the script but the the, the theory is uh, it starts off with Electro chasing Spider-Man through the city, and he's chasing him down. He's swinging and swinging, and he finally tackles him and grabs him. And goes, "I know who you are," and takes his mask off, and it's Tobey Maguire. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and then it cuts to credits, and then uh, supposedly the timeline or the story storyline is Stark Tower is now Oscorp Tower. Yeah, and they're trying to build a portal um, into another dimension. Um, because uh, and and uh, Norman Osborn's being talked to through this like yeah. portal, and it's Willem Dafoe from from the other <laughs> Norman Osborn universe, and supposedly Great. from the snap of Thanos or Stark, one of the snaps, all the other dimensions are crumbling, and so they're all trying to get to this dimension. Yeah. Um. So that's that's supposed to be like the the storyline according to this Reddit post. So that'd be really really interesting, and that would tie into this with the Goblin yeah. theme. You know, there's there's a lot of theories on on how what direction is going to take is it going to take the the multi-universe direction is it going to take you know uh how the how's the epic you know epic transition the way that avengers took and it the multi-universe makes a lot of sense to do because you can tie in a lot of things easier um particularly spider-man sony owns a lot of spider-man still and it's really hard to get some of those things but they've been making deals right to get spider-man in and um I mean, 
Disney just really wants to take over everything, and unfortunately, they have the money, so you get to watch good movies if they do it. So, yeah. yep. And honestly, I'm not even mad at Disney because I get to watch every movie in chronological order from Disney Plus because they have it all there accessible. So, yep. yep. You know what? Sometimes conglomerates aren't the worst thing in the world. No, um, except that they makes kind sense. Of <laughs> they're kind of evil. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of evil, but they're also convenient. So you know. Yeah, it makes our life Amazon, easier. Pick your poison. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> right on. So, what do you give this episode for a rating? Uh, craft or trash? Uh, I gave this episode uh, an eight. Definitely enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I gave it a seven point five, I believe. Um, and that's that's what I give the series as well. I thought that the ending, the finale was pretty close to what yeah. I thought of the series. I think that um, overall it was fun, and I really liked the main characters. Um, I feel like they didn't – I feel like they were sh- they're shining the most when they were you know side-by-side side bantering off each other, giving that buddy-buddy talk. Yeah. But, uh, oh, shit. What's hey, up, dog? Hey. <laughs> so sorry, guys. What's up? <laughs> oh, What's you're up, good. Man? Can, can you you're hear good. me? We can. Absolutely. Jeez, man. <laughs> I was just giving my rating on the finale, bro. You just you hopped in at a hot time. You can give your hot take. I'm ready. <laughs> Look at you with your nice button-up shirt looking all fly. Where you, where, were you, where you been? I was filming a movie. Oh, <laughs> oh shit, dude. That's, that's sick. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great excuse. Was I, it the I, detective one? I saw you wearing like a, a wig and a badge and shit. Yeah. On, it was on top on of like IG. a skyscraper in uh, LA. That's fucking sick, man. Well, I want to hear about that. I know. I do too. I like your excuse. I was making a movie. Mine is I was taking a nap or yeah, I or... ate too much or drank too much is usually Jordan's. But Yeah, sorry I was I was late to set. I was on another set. Oh, yeah, sorry. In downtown Hollywood. <laughs> Apologies. I'm here though. Where's my trailer? Where's my uh... <laughs> No, but fuck, man. Welcome to the show, TK. So, um well, I was just saying, uh so JR was just giving his opinion of the episode. Uh he gave it an 8. You know, he thought he really enjoyed it. I gave it a 7.5. Um, I felt like it was it was good action. And that was kind of what I gave it for the whole series, just because I thought it was fun. And the dynamic of Sam and Bucky was great. I just wish I, I wanted more of it. I didn't really feel like there was a, a really strong villain. I feel like Carly was kind of whack. Um, the power broker situation, I, I predicted that and kind of disappointed in that. But overall, I really enjoyed it. And I think that the most impressive part was they had a plot lined up that they had to kind of curve on. They had to pivot with the pandemic and they kind of just throw this all together at last second and it turned out pretty strong. So I was impressed. Very strong. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. do you think about the finale, man? Tell us your thoughts. I- I'm going nine, bro. Okay. <laughs> wow, I like it. Like, uh, for all the negatives you said, I mean, also the blondes, I'm over that. Like, they're trying to make her seem way cooler. The power broker. Sharon Carter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she sucks. I'm so over her. Um, I was crying, dude. Me too. <laughs> I was talking about that. I legit cried. Like that speech that he gave, you know, when he comes down and he's holding her, you know, like the fucking wings, like he's the fucking date. Like who is it? Michael the Archangel just fucking coming <laughs> down. Yeah, I... <laughs> that's something that needs to be said. And I love that he wasn't like, this is definite. He's like, I don't have all the answers. And he kept saying, I don't have all the answers. But, like, you have to take into account what this girl died for. You Mm -hmm. have to look at why are these people fighting us? Why do these people hate us? 
Like, if you don't, then two point, like that line to you, I don't want to see 2.0. Like, I was like, that's a real speech that somebody, that somebody should have already given already. Like, that's, that's a great, that was an incredible speech that I love that they just let, just let it go. Hell yeah. Not many cutaways, not many cutaways. Sometimes they cut away to uh, the Winter Soldier and he was like, he wasn't doing like a, yeah, 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 you know, it was just kind of just like, it was a slight smirk that was just like, my my dude is. My guy's killing it right now. My guy's killing it. And like, when they first, uh, when he first came in, he first flew and you see, you see the shield flying in, like when we first show off like the new Falcon. Yeah. It flies in, he comes in, he fights a couple people and somebody's like, who are you? And he's just like, I'm just, he's just like, I'm Captain America. It's not like a big old like, I'm Captain America. And I'm like, Hell yes. It's just like this job needs to be done. I don't need the I don't need flowers, but I'm I'm Captain America. And they let the people do it. Cause like every time he came down, even though this line was super lame, someone <laughs> said, That's the Black Falcon. And the guy's like, No, no bro. Man. No, bro, it's Captain America. I didn't give a fuck. I was still <laughs> I was all in on the cheesiness. I mean, I I, it got me, and like the whole time, I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" And the and the action was amazing. The the Sharon Carter Sharon Carter, that shit was was dookie. <laughs> it was dookie, man. It was it was dookie. Yeah. It was yeah. yeah. Not. <laughs> hey, first of all, she comes in and she has a mask on, and like she's like around a bunch of people. She's like. Hey, it's me. Why'd you wear the mask in the first place? Dude, that's what I was wondering. Like, what the point? And then she's like, nobody's looking for me here. It's like, well, then why are we wearing a fucking mask? <laughs> fucking Mission Impossible mask. Yeah. Like, you're just showing off toys? Yeah. I chose to look past that because that was, that was hard to, to not. I'm not looking notice. past because. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and what I wanted, what I and what I, I was thinking about the other day, like, the reason I didn't like the fifth episode is because they didn't give, uh, Who's the black uh, soldier that was before? Isaiah. They didn't give him enough time, and I was like, damn, you could have done a fucking flashback episode. Mm. Down as fuck to watch a, a flashback episode. It went hard because if you watch them, I consider them the flashback episode for Isaiah. Okay. What's them? It's a movie, right? Yeah, the, them is the show on Amazon, oh, I believe. The show. On Prime. Okay. And it's a 10-episode. It's a tough watch, but it deals mm. with, like... It's about a family, a black family that comes to move to moves to Compton and is just like harassed by all the white people that live there. In Compton? In Comp back back in the back in the day. Oh, I was like, damn, where can they move without getting harassed? Fuck. <laughs> and, gotcha. and one of the things is that they're doing experiment. They did ex- the, the husband's a soldier. He talks about them doing experiments, and I'm like, fuck. Oh, so it is Isaiah's story. It's Isaiah's story, but so I was so glad to see him again. I'm so yeah. glad, like, I mean, we didn't need that fucking guy saying, oh, it's the Black Falcon. All we needed was just that smile from Isaiah. That little smirk from Isaiah, like, oh, man. That motherfucker did it. That mo- <laughs> he figured out how to do it. Like, oh, it's it's a nine for me. It's a nine. I'm going to be done because that's a nine. <laughs> Question for you. It. Question for it. you. Did you cry at the moment the Sam was giving the speech or when he brought isaiah to his statue before before and after like before i was crying there i was crying before the speech i know that before the speech 
<laughs> there were just fighting scenes before the speech. Were you crying? Before the speech, like I think it's because it was just like <clears throat> they were fighting, but like he saved a couple people. Like people, I, I was getting into it. Just like damn, this dude having this suit, also being able to fly, and everybody sees him in the sky, and just like look at that, look at that. You know, it's like this beacon, like his own fucking bat signal. He could fly up and just be the new fucking Captain America signal. Mm. You know, in the moon or some shit like that. And that made you cry. <laughs> it made me cry. And I was even like, I was like, okay, I dig, uh, I dig uh, Wyatt Russell too. And like brought him back, gave him a little bit of a redemption story. Mm-hmm. U.S. agent. Yeah. Where yeah. he's thinking like, what should I do? Should I go after my vengeance or save these people? And he's like, he saves them. It's, that was cool. It's, it's <clears throat> dope, man. They did a good job. All right. And what'd you, what'd you give the series as a whole for the rating? Get the series an eight. Okay. And what about you, JR? Strong beginning, slow end. I, I gave it an eight, too. I mean, um, that's kind of where I've been this whole time is an eight. I mean, even the, yeah. the messed up episode, I gave it a six. But, yeah. The messed eight, up. The 100% episode? That yeah, the 100% episode. Um, <laughs> I, I'm i with TK in a lot of that as well. I mean, my favorite part is is Bucky the whole time. I mean, his somber, his... His action was amazing. Um, he it totally, steals every scene. He does. Yeah. He's funny even when he's not trying to be funny. Like that's and then that's on purpose, right? So I think uh, Sebastian Stan's acting really took um, come a long way since the Covenant. You know, <laughs> and have you ever seen <laughs> the that movie? Covenant? Oh yeah, I've seen the Covenant. Oh, <laughs> it's my been God. a long time since that movie. So you know that was him. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Um, <clears throat> Okay, that puts us so that puts us as an eight point two for episode six, one power, one people, uh, or one world, one people. Sorry, uh, critics gave this episode a sixty five. Oh, what? While, what? while one world, one people delivers a fitting ending for Sam, its rush to wrap the Falcon and the Winter Soldier's many threads may leave some fans wanting and wondering if there will be a second season to help make amends. What threads? What threads? What, what was what, left on threads? I don't know. Unfinished. I I know that the Sharon Carter stuff is going to jump into like the Armored Wars. Who gives a shit about Sharon Carter? Nobody cares. I don't know. Understand? Like, uh, I I know they're going to do. Uh, I read that they're going to do a fourth Captain America movie, and it sounds like they're it's going to star Sam Wilson and not Chris Evans as Captain America. Good. Um. Yep, I think that's gonna happen. So I don't. What understand. about Zemo? What happened to Zemo? Zemo is on the uh, raft prison, which is part of Thunder Ross, is what they're calling him, General Ross, and that's where oh, that's uh, the, right. they take the, the Dark Avengers Avengers come in because you got U.S. Agent, you got Zemo, and Zemo and Val, who's connected to the U.S. Agent, as we saw at the end, right? She's a Delane. Uh, you know, she's patting him on the shoulder and is talking to Zemo. So that 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 was his connection. That was his side partner, was Val. It seemed like, and so if they're all tied together, that's where they're talking about the Dark Avengers. And you know, she's saying, "Hey, sometimes we can't do this the right way. We got to do this the dark way." And that's exactly what the U.S. agent does. He does the stuff that Captain America doesn't want to do sometimes. And uh, the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. So I feel like that's what's gonna happen. You know, okay. at some point. Well, that's so that yeah, we're a little bit higher on the episode than uh, than the they're, critics they're on the weird. season as a whole. That's we weird. have a seventy-seven, uh, seventy-eight actually, for the season for our rank, our ratings, and critics had it at an eighty-seven. So we were a mm. little more critical on the season, but overall, 
we are higher on the finale. Yeah. Just interesting. They flip right. that around. And then <clears throat> we're going to take a quick commercial break. And then after that, we will be back to discuss some mortal motherfucking combat. What's up, Popheads? It's your friendly neighborhood host, Jordan, here. Just checking in to give you a little sneak peek of an upcoming album from my good friend, Davis Helgen of Weeknights, the man responsible for all the great tunes in this show. Uh, their album, Fate is a Big Tiger, is dropping May 21st, and they have had some singles drop on Spotify, on Bandcamp, on Apple Music that are just straight hot damn fire. So this is the latest to drop. It's called Drinking from the Lake, and I hope you enjoy it.
And we're back. And we are here to talk the ultimate fighting championship. And no, we're not talking UFC, which was actually brutal this weekend. Home dude broke his fucking shin. <clears throat> that Jason Momoa looking motherfucker got knocked. But we are here to talk the real ultimate tournament, and that is Mortal Kombat, the movie that just came out into theaters. JR, you watched it twice this weekend. I did. And listeners, there will be some spoilers, so if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it and hop back on. It is Uh, Wednesday, so if you haven't seen it by now, I don't know what kind of And it's on HBO Max, it's in in theaters, theaters. yeah, you have no excuse, really. should be done by now. That's why we wait. That's why it drops on Wednesday, so you can get all your spoilers out of the way. And to be honest, there's not going to be a whole lot of crazy plot twists in Mortal Fucking Combat. I don't think there is. Mind, but no. <laughs> we're still going to talk some. So what were your thoughts, Jay? I mean, you watched it twice. So what did you love about it, obviously? Oh, I mean, there's like a lot of little things I love about it. One, um, I love the uh, cinematic, you know, textures, the, the, the lenses, the, you know, the, um, the CGI. I They made that movie probably during ending it in quarantine so you know there's a lot of little things um there's i love the fact that you see actors that you don't really know that much in there you know which makes the illusion even better because anytime you see an over um too famous actor in one of these movies it kind of ruins that illusion you know so I, I love the fact that you see these actors that you don't really see too on i mean you saw the um the black ranger in there uh ludy lynn he was the in the latest power ranger movie um Mm. Um, some of the other guys, uh, I think, uh, uh, Lin or, uh, the sorcerer, he is, uh, he was in the black. Shang Tsung? Shang Tsung was in the dark Knight. Um, he was, was the, he? yep. He was a financial guy that gets, has to get brought in from China by, uh, Batman. Oh shit. That's funny. Yeah. Um, Your soul is mine. Yep. Yep. And then you've got, um, What's his face from? Uh, he was in the Thor movies. He Japanese guy, but he is he's you know he was in there. So other than that, you don't really have these like super famous actors, which I, I love. Um, and it had yeah. that same quick action feel. I mean, there was an action in every scene. So um, that's what I loved about it. I I was entertained. I was giddy about it from the very beginning. You get to see characters redone and reimagined. I watched a video on the old Mortal Kombat movie and how they prepared for stunts and how all the actors were really more stunt guys, you know, or, you know, I guess, you know, more uh, um, trained professionals. But um, a lot goes into these movies that people don't realize, like the fighting and the action scenes and stuff like that. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. That's, and I imagine that's why the dialogue is just meh because it's, they're focusing on the Why do you the need it? Scenes. Like, <laughs> why do you power need it? through the table, Reed. Yeah. Yeah, nobody cares about the dialogue in Mortal Kombat, and if that's what I got a little, I, I read some reviews after I saw it because I really enjoyed it as well. Um, yeah, I thought it's exactly what I expected it to be, mm-hmm. and that's what I was hoping for. And people are like bashing the dialogue and the character development and the acting. It's like, dude, it's fucking Mortal Kombat. We want to see spines ripped out of fucking bodies. We want to see scorpions needle going across the room and get over here. We want to see all that shit. We don't care about the the story really. Um. One thing I will say is there wasn't uh, spoiler. There was no real tournament, and that no, was, it was like prior to the tournament. Shanks yeah. was trying to cheat, right? He was trying to get the champions murked because Mur- the prophecy uh, had foretold that that was the tournament they would lose. Yeah, and so if they can kill all the champions, there would be no tournament. And they wouldn't lose. Um, but supposedly they're making five of these. 
So oh, well, this I'm excited already. It was like, just the, the, the build tip, up. The to, tip to the of that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And that's why they didn't reveal. There was a lot of. The, the characters were interesting choices who they did have. Um, always going to have Jax, and they're always going to have Sonya because they're like the, the kind of the bar. They're the U.S. military agents that kind of like they're, connect and the dots. They're to, at the very beginning America. as well, right? And then you've got. Yeah. The, yeah. And then you got. Um, Usually Liu Kang is, you know, one of the main characters and he, he, he kinda came in later, but he was, you know, one yeah. of the prominent champions. Mm-hmm. Kung Lao had a big had a big part in this, which was kinda cool. I thought he had the dopest fatality of all of them. He did. Uh, he, I was, was impressed s- with Kung Lao. Me and Zach jumped out both. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like that was fucking lethal. Throwing the, the hat on the ground, just buzz yeah. on. Like that's an actual move from the game. And that's that's also the coolest part is so much was pulled from the game. I did like, the see dialogue. That, yeah. Every time there was a fatality, it would like have a cheesy little line like "flawless victory" or some shit like that, and like that's what I want. Or like we, even Kano. So Kano, what's what's interesting in the old movies was, uh, Luke jo- Johnny Cage is the you know the kind of comedic banter right. to carry the story along. They didn't have Johnny Cage in this one. There's a nod to him at the end. That he's going to be in the second. Spoiler, but uh, Kano was the comedic <laughs> kind of dialogue in it this was. one, and he did a. He did a great job. I was dying. Like I thought he carried the show up I, until the action started. Yeah, he he carried it and he did it really well. He did a good um, job. But they had yeah they had Kano. Uh, <laughs> they had you know obviously Jackson. Then they had this Cole guy who was a, like a, down the bloodline centuries. A descendant from of Scorpion. Scorpion. Yeah. And so I thought he was going to become Scorpion, but he becomes like this this new character that I don't even I don't even know who that was. Did you? I've never seen. I was going to ask you. I've never heard of him. Uh, obviously, I haven't played every Mortal Kombat game or anything like that. But it, he does have the colors of Scorpion. He kind of has that gold, yeah, orange yeah. on his. He's got like this super body armored that's indestructible. Almost absorbs energy, kind of like the Black Panther suit does, you know. Um, which is, and then he can looks like he can transfer the energy. But yeah, I don't. I've never seen him before. I love the actor. I love the um, kind of his character as well he's kind of that kind of american slash hero you know kind of coming in with the family and i thought he was trash you like i liked him i liked all Uh, the characters i I liked all the characters uh pussy just his his superpowers he gets his ass kicked you know, but that's why it that's why it turned into where he can absorb it and so he's getting i know I get it, but like he's just not. I, <laughs> I liked them all. I hope he's not the. I hope he's not the the protagonist throughout the entire. I hope he becomes Scorpion. That would be cool. If he, uh, that's what I thought when Goro was going for his wife. I thought he was gonna fucking get the power and yeah. get over here and fucking shoot him. But yeah, it worked out. Yeah. Um, Sub Zero was the ultimate baddie, um, which just pissed Zach off to a fucking T because he hates. I thought Scorpion the was amazing. Yeah, Scorpion got a, got a ton of show. It was a Scorpion Sub Zero movie, essentially, is what the whole thing was, and that's the two best characters. So I loved it. Yeah. Um, I thought it was cool. I mean, I, I don't I don't know what else to say. I thought it was really well done for what it wanted to accomplish. It was fun. Raiden was savage. I think I think it was really cool. Yeah. It was um, amazing. Did so you did play the games growing up? So what was yeah. your? Did you have a guy? Did you have a go to character you like to use? It was always Scorpion. Um, yeah. I've always felt like. I've never really like looked deep into his character, his history, but he was actually a good, you know, he was a ninja that got murdered, you know, his family clan got eliminated, but it's always been like, there's something always yeah. how he always went down to, to hell. Like, did he actually deserve it? But it's like, 
I mean, he's a murderer, so I, I don't yeah. I don't know if this storyline is accurate to the actual lore. I've um, seen this storyline a couple things. Pretty dark. Yeah, but yeah. Maybe maybe that is what happened. Maybe he he goes he like travels to the gates of hell for revenge on Sub Zero. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So growing up, it was me and Brandon, my older brother. We'd always play Street Fighter. We play Mortal Kombat. Yep. We'd play Soul Calibur. You know all these fighting games. Mm-hmm. And, Street Fighter, he was always Ryu, I was always Ken. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat, he was always Sub Zero, I was always Scorpion. So that Scorpion's always been my guy. But you know, last night we played Mortal Kombat 11, which I had not played yet, and Zach and Brandon had both beaten. Side note: Brandon fell asleep 20 minutes in the movie. Oh. I was snoring his ass off in the theater the rest of the fucking time. He he went golfing before we and drinking. I would say day he probably golfed all day. Yeah, so he was out. It was just fucking hilarious. Um, but the tournament. So Brandon and Zach. We played five people were in it, double elimination, and you had to win best of five. So it took fucking like six hours because we were just drinking and going. And like at first, right out of the gate, Brand won the first tournament and it was like a no no competition. Then Zach got pissed and then Zach won the second and then Zach won the third. And at this time, it's like midnight and we're hammered. And I'm like, we're all drinking, but. My tolerance is a little bit higher, maybe not than Brands, but Brands been drinking since eight a.m. So he's yeah. been just hammered all day. But <laughs> so he's sloshed. I don't know if you saw my Instagram story, but I was just filming them talk about their fucking how seriously they were into about their battles in this tournament. And if you haven't seen it, yeah, you should go pop on and, and take a look. It's very <laughs> intimate and so ridiculous, and they're so so smashed when they're having this conversation. But I just basically waited for Zach. I didn't wait, but I just like watched Zach and Brandon go from like downhill like slide because they're getting drunker and drunker as we went and so i just dominated the last three tournaments and beat them all and they were so <laughs> they were so mad but they kept forgetting that we played like <laughs> because they were so drunk like wait oh you didn't win it's like yeah we just we just we just went over this uh so long story short i was the ultimate champion and uh my winner my guy was cabal who I oh, didn't yeah. know about until I saw the movie and I was like dude this cabal guy is kind of sick actually he's like the flash yeah yeah fucking, like like hooks he on talks him, some like... mean trash game too like his trash talking was pretty dope yeah yeah him and kano kind of had that little back and forth similar yeah. characters so uh cabal's my dude and i took the fucking gold so that's i mean that's that's what we came here to, to find out right yeah yeah so i am i tested my might and... <laughs> I l- by the way one thing i will love about the movie if it's not anything it's how they worked in those lines into the movie when Liu Kang was like, hey, this is where you test your might. And oh, yeah. It's like, and it wasn't dumb or cheap. It was actually worked into the screen and screenplay, and it was worked into the, the writing pretty well. So I don't know why people were crying about some of the writing. I mean, I know. they worked it in. They worked it in so good. Yeah. I got what I wanted. Like when he was, when Sonya kept trip or not Sonya, maybe it was Kung Lao or Liu Kang, kept tripping Kano. Yeah. And he's like, is that the only move you got? And he keeps tripping him. Like, that's what you do in the video game. You don't know how to play. You just keep doing the trip move. (laughs) Such a good nod. I fucking love it. Uh, But all in all, if you haven't seen it and you're a Mortal Kombat fan, go in with the expectations that it's going to be a fun action popcorn flick, and you'll love it. If you go in with this, you want an epic storyline, then good fucking luck. You're in the wrong. What are you watching? I mean, exactly. The the MCU is the MCU. These These movies are, you know, what they're meant to be. I mean, you're going to enjoy it and you're going to be hyped up after you watch it. And you're going to want to play Mortal Kombat till f- four o'clock in the morning. You really will. You really <laughs> will. And it will be worth it. And if you're lucky, <laughs> you'll come out as champion. <laughs>
So that's pretty much all we got for today. Is there anything you wanted to chat about or plug before we head out, JR? Uh, not not so much today. I mean, um, it's been, you know, things are, are changing for us and we're happy and we're growing and, you know, um, we're working on, on in bringing content that is um, not just this everyday stuff that we see with everybody else, but, you know, interviews, art stuff, everything that we can possibly throw in into our podcast and uh we hope you guys continue to to stay with us and pass the word along because we think we're pretty funny yeah absolutely um and as always follow um at hop heroes pod instagram and twitter uh send us some requests if there's a comic or a show you want us to review um or if there's a podcast or anything you guys want us to promote let us know um and always follow action city comics um look for their live uh auctions on tuesday nights at 7 705 yep Seven oh five Pacific time. Pacific time yeah. I just got a dope ass comic last week, Spider Man versus Superman. I can't fucking wait. Yeah. Uh, so book. that's all we got this week. And then next week we've got a little surprise coming your way. So we will see you all then. Until then, test your mic.